Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com or you can download our free Living Truth app. Now here's part three of Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus 9, verses 1 through 12, called Bowls and Boils. Not even one of the livestock of Israel was dead, but the heart of Pharaoh was what? Hardened, and he did not let the people go. What will it take? How many times does this guy have to get his clock cleaned before he realizes that God, the God of Israel, is the true God? Devastation everywhere, I'm sure, for Egypt. And each time Pharaoh and Egypt experience a plague, they go back to business as usual. They quickly forget what God has done. Even when the remnants of death are all around them, they just move on. The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can understand it? So Pharaoh needs more. So the Lord said to Moses and Aaron this time, Take for yourselves handfuls of soot. It says from a kiln or from the kiln, if you have an ESV or King James, the furnace. And let Moses throw it toward the sky in the sight of Pharaoh. So all of a sudden now the next plague is coming. Moses and Aaron go and they're to take some soot from either a kiln or the furnace and throw it up into the air. I'll explain to you what this means in a moment. But it's in the sight of Pharaoh. There are two possibilities of the origin of the soot. Some people that the soot, say the soot is taken from a brick-making kiln. So when they had to make these bricks for Pharaoh, right, he, there was blood, sweat, and tears, tears, and they were building these cities for Pharaoh, and maybe the soot was taken from the very place where the bricks were made. But there's another possibility. There was a god in Egypt called Typhoon or Typhon, T-Y-P-H-O-N or double O-N. And this god was worshipped through sacrifice. Sometimes they would throw a bull into the furnace, and on occasion they would practice something called human sacrifice. And to appease this God called Typhoon, God of the storm and all of that, sometimes they would sacrifice humans in there to appease these gods. Later, Israel did something like this as they caused their children to pass through the fire and sacrifice to the God Molech. And God says, I want you to take the dust. I'll let you think about where the origin of the soot came from, and I want you to throw it up into the sky. Now, the Egyptian priests and and magicians, what they would do is when they went into this furnace, they would take the uh, ashes and they would, in a religious ceremony, throw them up into the sky, whether the bull or humans or a combination thereof. And as the soot fell on Egypt, it was supposed to be a shower of blessings. Something like this. Typhoon, we've sacrificed to you. Now, give us showers of blessings. See what we've done? 
We've given you our sacrifices. We've given you our best. Now give us what we need for our lives. Now, some of us say, well, the Egyptians were certainly some strange people, weren't they? Mummified cows, mummified bulls, you know, throwing dust up into the air. But there's some strange practices we have today. And maybe they're not put in the same religious language, but people do all kinds of crazy things. And so they threw it up. Moses and Aaron did not take the ashes from the furnace of Typhons, one writer says. The furnace which they took their ashes from was one of uh, the Israelites used to make the mud bricks for the building of the Egyptians' uh, buildings. God was showing the Egyptians, and particularly Pharaoh, that Typhoon was powerless. He was showing them that the simple ashes from the slave furnaces could be made to have more power by the one true God than the ashes of their holy furnace, so to speak. And so as the ashes fell, they hit, and it would become fine dust over all the land of Egypt and would become boils. The word boils is sheken in Hebrew, and it, could, it can refer to a burning an oozing boil, and even has a reference to leprosy. We've got a picture of one of those boils that we wanted to show you. I'm just kidding. Some of you are like, no, he's not going to do it. We already saw mummified cows, which kind of grossed me out. I'm not sure if I'm going to have a donut. And now, no, we're not going to do the boils. But I think you can imagine that they did it in the presence of the Pharaoh, and it could be that when they threw it up in his presence, and his magicians were probably right by his side, as we would imagine, or they were called out either way, it could be that the first ones to experience the boils were Pharaoh and his magicians. Now, there would, that would leave little doubt as to the origin of the plague, right? The dust goes up in the air, it starts falling down, and instead of blessings, <laughs> there's boils. And boils cause you to itch and give you pain. And sometimes they ooze. And it broke out on man and beast throughout all the land of Egypt. So they took soot from a kiln or ashes from a furnace, stood before Pharaoh. Moses threw it toward the sky and it became boils breaking out with sores on man and beast. And it burned you know, leprosy in the Bible is a picture of sin. How many of you have watched The Chosen? Have you watched that? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, kind of, it gives a, a, a little bit more of a human perspective, if you will. And, you know, you can make what you will of the dialogue with the other characters. But I think they've done a, a relatively good job. But there's, a, there's one of the ones in the first season where a leprous man gets healed by Jesus. And as he's approaching the group of disciples, they're like, get away from us. You, you know, you're a leper. And Jesus begins to walk towards the man. And that was unthinkable. You were supposed to keep your distance or you could get this terrible plague that was, there was no, no remedy for it. If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus touched him. I am willing. See, the world is infected with the boils of sin, brethren. We all have 
a disease that is lethal, 100% deadly, deadly 100% of the time. The wages of our sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. And anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, he touches us, right? He removes the leprosy of sin from our lives. Don't forget what God has done for you. The enemy wants you to forget. But the Lord is good. And the magicians, 11, we're almost done, could not stand before Moses because of the boils. (laughs) For the boils were on the magicians as well as on all the Egyptians. Now, the Egyptians were very much into cleanliness, and apparently they couldn't, the magicians couldn't do their priesthood if they were defiled in any way, so the boils definitely defiled them. But they couldn't stand before Moses any longer. I think they're embarrassed, right? Boils, boils, and more boils. And I don't know if not being able to stand means that they fell to their knees or they have, had to exit stage left, But the Bible says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. By the way, after this, we never see the magicians again in the book of Exodus. (laughs) Bye-bye. Remember I told you in previous messages, I think they had taken some long extended vacations. I think some of them have retired after this. The boils were a little too much. And by the way, we don't know how long this went on because the next plague we get is the plague of hail and we go right into it and we don't know how long the boils last. But let me just ask you, how long would they need to last for you until you made a change in your life? Have you ever looked in the mirror or can you remember a time when you looked in the mirror and realized what you had done to yourself And how desperately you need God. Uh, Pat Summerall was um, a co-announcer with John Madden in many of the big football games in years gone by. Pat Summerall was um, an admitted alcoholic. He said he drank and drank and drank some more. And he had the privilege of being this well-known broadcaster. So he did all these major events. And he said he was... He was actually at Augusta, Georgia for the Masters. And he said that he had been drinking and he had been an alcoholic for years and he was, you know, at least in some ways trying to cover it. And he said one night he went into the bathroom, he felt sick, and he threw up a portion of his stomach into the toilet. And he said after throwing up, he looked in the mirror in the hotel room or in the place he was staying. And he looked at his face and he said, all of a sudden in the restroom, the lights became brighter and brighter and brighter until he got a really good look at his face. And he couldn't believe what he had become. And so there was some uh, gathering that occurred and Pat Summerall uh, shared this story in this setting Tom Landry, who was the well-known coach of the Dallas Cowboys, used to wear that little cap hat, um, heard Summerall share the story. And he said to him later, do you want to know what that light was in that restroom? Yes, yes, I I, want to know. Tell me. That was the light of God. 
God was trying to show you who you are without Him, what you've become. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. Hello, I'm Rob Newton, the producer of Walk in Truth. You know, since we began on this journey of reaching out with God's truth to all people, we have grown to be on seven radio stations, one in Southern California, one in Northern California in the Bay Area, Arizona, Idaho, Utah, and two in Georgia, reaching people from all walks of life and faiths. In addition, we have listeners all over the world, like in South Africa, Nepal, Australia, the United Kingdom, Pakistan, and Israel, thanks to our podcast. The country where we have the second most listeners is India. Fewer than 3% of the population are Christians there. The hope of the gospel is getting around. If you are a financial partner, thank you for recognizing the importance of Walk in Truth by giving at least $5 a month and for praying for people's lives to be changed through hearing and responding to the messages aired each week. Through our partnership together, Walk in Truth has been able to carry God's message of hope to thousands of listeners who may be feeling stress, confusion, and hopelessness, and also contributing to the joy in learning God's Word and feeling Him close. Walk in Truth's total budget for radio airtime, promotion, equipment, supplies, and staffing is over $150,000 a year. Our goal has always been to become 100% listener-supported and expand into more radio stations as God provides. Our current level of listener financial support has grown to nearly 35%, and we are praying for more listeners to become part of the Walk in Truth team. Can you become a Walk in Truth partner, or can you give a one-time tax-deductible Christmas gift today? Please help us reach 50% listener support before the year ends. Call 844-48-TRUTH to give or visit walkintruth.com. That's 844-488-7884. 844-488-7884. One more time, 844-488-7884 or visit walkintruth.com. And Merry Christmas. We'd love to see who's listening, so please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walkin' Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walkin' Truth. God was trying to show you who you are without Him, what you've become. Now, as I understand the story, some all became a Christian. And I don't know what boils it's going to take, but I'll tell you, there was a... There was a, several nights when I looked into the mirror in my own life and saw close up what sin had done to my life. And I knew I was going to die unless I ran to the Savior. He's so faithful to save. Yes. Amen? So faithful to save. And he pulled me out of darkness, brought me into his marvelous light, cleansed me of the boils of sin, so to speak, how long did this go on? How many times did Pharaoh need to scratch and see the oozing and realize the damage reports coming from his land and how Goshen was protected until finally he yields and says, okay, uncle, I give up. But he wouldn't. And the final verse for this morning says, the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he did not listen to them just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. I want you to just look down in your text and it says, 
in verse 17, still you exalt yourself against my people by not letting them go. I will tell you, for all the debate on the hardening of Pharaoh's heart and how he hardened his own heart and then God hardened his heart, and I'm not going to get into that right now. We'll talk a little bit more next time about that. But here's what we do know. Pride was a major element in Pharaoh's obstinacy. He was obstinate against God because he was too busy exalting himself. And this is our biggest battle. self exaltation. We just think we're more important than everybody else. And even when we, you know, are beaten up on ourselves, it's usually because we have issues with pride. A pastor was going through, I was listening to a recent message and he was going through some of the ways that we can be prideful and think that we're special. And he was talking about what true love is and how the love of self is such a thing that we battle. And he was asking these penetrating questions about how we look at ourselves and how we exalt ourselves. And by the time he was done, I was like, oh, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Because we all can see this in our hearts, right? Self-exaltation instead of God-exaltation. Oh, Lord, change me, make me, enlarge my heart. Would you pray with me, Father? Thank you. These plagues are very revealing. And they're sometimes not easy to deal with, but, but we know that Jesus Christ entered into this sin-ridden world and lived that perfect life that I can't live and took that punishment and dealt with that shame at the cross and took the wrath, the plague of judgment, drank the cup for me to set me free. I was in bondage to sin and death. Jesus Christ, the Passover lamb, came to rescue us. Lord, we're just so humbled and so grateful that the Exodus is a picture of our salvation. We were lost. We were being held in the clutches of Pharaoh. We had our sacred cows. And even though we thought we were maybe set apart, we could see ourselves embracing those ways. And you want us to be free to serve you, to worship you. Would you bow your heart? Bow your heart in prayer right now and make this about your prayer now. Father, enlarge my heart so that I can serve you. I want to be free in every sense of that word. I don't want to be entangled anymore to the flesh, the world, or the enemy. Lord, set me free. Cry out to him. If you're not a Christian this morning, and maybe you've been away for a while, maybe you're a prodigal, and you've just seen yourself entangled in fear, uncertainty, worry, found yourself plagued, by many things. The Lord wants you to be free. He is freedom. He sets the captives free. That's why he came. He can remove the weight so that you can stand up again. He can put your feet on solid ground. Won't you cry out to him? You don't have to have perfect words, but if you're not a Christian, it's, it is about repenting of sin and just saying, Lord God, I, 
Thank you that you came on a rescue mission. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and rising from the dead. Be my king, be my God, be my savior, be my Lord. Teach me your ways. If you're a prodigal and maybe you just found yourself pulled back to the world, it's understandable. But the Lord wants you set apart for him. So ask him to break the chains. Ask him to set you free in every sense of that word, to make you more usable so you can hit the mark and be his ambassador on this planet. You only have so much time. And Father, for this wonderful congregation, thank you for their desire to learn, their heart to be taught by you, to have the scriptures read us instead of us just reading them. Change us and make us more like you. We pray over our friends and family who don't know you, those who may be hurting and broken this morning. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of heaviness of heart, a lot of mental stuff going on, spiritual stuff, and we're praying that you would break chains, set the captives free, Lord. Your word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. So show us more light in the coming days. Help us just to take one step at a time, one step closer to you today, this week, to be a vessel. And you may even surprise us in the way that you use us, Lord. We're thankful, we're grateful. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. You've been listening to Bowls and Boils, part three on Walk in Truth, as Pastor Michael wraps up his teaching in Exodus 9, verses 1 through 12. Hey, we just wanted to say that we are very grateful for all our Walk in Truth partners. It's thanks to you and our church that this mission has grown to serve people in over seven radio markets across the U.S., and it's listened to in over 26 countries on podcast. We've always tried to reach more people with the truth of the Bible and help people see how it does still apply to everyday life, furthermore, to demonstrate how God does love the world. During this Christmas season, are you able to help us continue this mission? As you may know, we are a listener-supported ministry, and we could use your help. Would you consider adding Walk in Truth to your Christmas list? We would appreciate a one-time gift of whatever you can give. But, of course, you becoming a Walk in Truth partner, giving at least $5, $10, or $20 a month would go a long way, too. If this program is added to your day-to-day study of the Word of God, please visit walkintruth.com and click Donate. That's walkintruth.com and click Donate. Now here's Pastor Michael with a final word. Well, I guess the bottom line of bulls and boils is this. You don't want to be an enemy of the living God. (laughs) You don't want to mess with him because he's holy and righteous and true and just. And we're watching what happened to Egypt as they rejected God, as the Pharaoh rejected God and the people rejected God. And so it's important for us to realize that God is a God of love, but he also is a God of holiness and justice. And he waited a long time, in fact, four centuries, to finally judge Egypt for their sin. And he does wait. He does wait on individuals and nations. He doesn't always judge someone right after they do something silly. In fact, if he did that, I don't think there'd be many people walking around today. But he is patient. He doesn't want anybody to perish, but all to come to repentance. Well, hey, as we are moving towards the Christmas season, I would like to encourage you to think about giving a donation to Walk in Truth. Now, Walk in Truth is a radio and podcast ministry. We actually started about 14 years ago. 
on a one one local radio station here in Riverside County, right where the church is. It's expanded out to multiple radio stations now in multiple states by God's goodness and by many incredible partners of this program who make it possible, including this local church called Living Truth Christian Fellowship. And our passion, our vision, is to see this ministry go worldwide, if that's the Lord's will. And thousands of people are listening every week by radio and podcast, and we're so grateful. So grateful to see the power of God's Word. It's uh, freeing power. It's changing power. If you want to get on board and helping partner, if you resonate with what we're doing, you say, man, verse-by-verse expositional teaching is powerful. Uh, going through the, the book of Exodus, I, I can sense the power of it. I believe in it. Well, why don't you come alongside and help us spread it out? You know, God has been gracious, but he uses the gifts of God's people. Maybe you want to give a one-time year-end gift. Maybe you'd like to become a monthly partner. Now, you can do it all when you go to walkintruth.com and click on the Donate button. That's walkintruth.com. Click on that Donate button. You know, uh, every little bit helps. And when we get partners and get year-end givers, it helps us plan for next year. It helps us have confidence that we can move into new territory. Please keep us in prayer and give today. We really appreciate it. It's walkintruth.com. Click on that donate tab. Hey, if you don't have it, don't worry about it. But for those of you who have been thinking about it for a while, uh, check it out today. Walkintruth.com. Click on the donate uh, button. God bless you all. We'll see you right here tomorrow. And join us tomorrow for Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus 9, 13 through 35, called All Hail Breaks Loose. I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth. Our goal is to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.